Any wise parent knows the importance of exercising boundaries with their children. Uh, even as parents, we also need to adhere to boundaries both for ourselves and in other interpersonal relationships. But what if you were told that in some areas of life, even in your child's life, well, there may not be a reason to adhere to boundaries at all. In fact, what if you were told that boundaries might actually, in some cases, be detrimental? Well, today we'll be talking with a popular Christian author and mental health professional who would tell us just that. Why, you ask? Well, because when it comes to spiritual growth and the development of Christ's character in our kids and in ourselves, growth has no boundaries. We'll be exploring what that kind of boundless growth actually looks like on Licensed to Parent. Well, I would say uh, loosen your belt before we get started with today's program, but maybe I should say tighten your seat belt and hold on for dear life because <laughs> I think a few areas of our thinking may get challenged today, Trace, and that could mean a, a bumpy ride until you're able to take it all in and begin applying what you hear today. Uh, incidentally, if this is your first time out with us, welcome to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherd's Hill Academy. Shepherd's Hill is a year-long residential program helping troubled teens and, by extension, their families. Our host is the founder and director of Shepherd's Hill, Trace Embry, and I'm Rich Rosal. And Well, Trace, from your work here at Shepherd's Hill, you certainly understand the importance of spiritual growth, particularly as it relates to healing troubled teens and their families. But, you know, it, it so often exceeds the expectations of most parents after their son or daughter has spent a year at Shepherd's Hill. Why is that, do you think? And what causes that to happen? Yeah, well, that's true, Rich. Uh, but, but I have to admit that, you know, what we see in some of these kids sometimes even exceeds our expectations. Uh, but over and over, we find that this is what happens when kids get a genuine chance to experience a little bit of the kingdom of God right here on earth for, for an entire year. Most do well and, and, and become model citizens with a new respect for their parents just after a year of unplugged life living in the cabins that they build um, and, and maintain in the woods without electricity or running water. One Shepherd's Hill alumni just recently received his doctorate in nursing. Mm. And this kid went to the same college I attended and, and ended up marrying a sweet little darling from the Midwest who he met there. And now he works in the medical field full time while moonlighting as a youth pastor uh, on the weekends. Uh, Rich, is th this is the same drug-addicted kid who, when he first arrived on the campus at Shepherd's Hill Academy, told me to my face that he was going to have his way with my daughter before he left Shepherd's mm. Hill. Now, when his dad called me the other day to tell me about his doctorate degree, he was also telling me what a rock star husband and father his son had become to his wife and two kids. So, yeah, sometimes these kids really do even surprise us. But what surprises me more is just how easily pleased so many Christian parents actually are. Again, I'm talking Christian parents. It's like they've been so influenced by our culture themselves that, you know, some would be satisfied if their kids just never got arrested again or, you know, never got pregnant or got someone pregnant or needed another abortion or if Junior would just quit smoking pot or stop slapping his mom around. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think I remember you're telling me that grades very often seem to be as important, maybe even more important in some cases than the child's spiritual well-being to some of the parents who are initially contacting Yeah, school you. grades, of course, behavior is the initial issue, but then school grades rapidly become like the, the most important thing. When our Shepherd's Hill kids get the privilege of you know spending a year away surrounded by the love of Christ and they're building solid face-to-face -face relationships and they're getting answers to the toughest questions about God and the issues of life like you know origin, where did I come from, meaning, why am I here, morality, how should I live, and destiny, you know, where am I going when I die? Well, then the lottery's been won. Healing begins. 
grades, and, and those grades then actually become a byproduct of the spiritual growth that begets the character growth, that begets the desire for truth and learning. So I, I'm not a PhD, Rich, but I, I'd say that so much of mental health and well-being is linked to simply knowing and accepting objective truth, the very thing that so many kids are confused about today from all the information overload they're getting without any moral absolutes to refer back to. And, of course, living out the truth is what the abundant life is all about. Sure. So the bottom line is that when, you know, our kids get truly and deeply acquainted with Jesus Christ, uh, just about everything else seems to work itself out. I see it all the time. And I'm not trying to marginalize or minimize genuine mental illness. That's a, that's a real thing. But there's a reason why 70% of the kids that leave Shepherd's Hill, um, who, who come here and bushel loads of meds, they're leaving here med-free. Absolutely. It's, it's a success thing, and uh, it's always good to see kids who are moving on and taking the first step toward impacting the culture. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you said you're not a Ph.D. You'll be happy to know we have one joining us today. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let me introduce our guest, bring him into the conversation, because uh, certainly if the answer lies in spiritual growth, that is what we want to focus on mm-hmm. in today's program. Joining us now in our conversation is acclaimed leadership expert, clinical psychologist, and New York Times bestselling author, Dr. Henry Cloud. Uh, Dr. Cloud's 45 books, including the award-winning Boundaries uh, book, has sold more than 15 million copies worldwide. Uh, He's joining us today, though, to talk about a new book called Growth Has No Boundaries, which uh, came out in the latter part of 2019. Uh, Is there some inner conflict here that we need to discuss with him? I'm not sure, but uh, (laughs) his work now includes leadership performance and development, uh, blending the disciplines of leadership and human functioning to help CEOs, teams, organizations, and what we like to focus on, family entities. Uh, Dr. Cloud is a graduate of Southern Methodist University with a B.S. in psychology. He completed his Ph.D. in clinical psychology at Biola University and his clinical internship at Los Angeles County Department of Mental Health. Uh, Dr. Cloud, we love this. He's actively involved in philanthropic efforts focusing on poverty and holistic relief both in the U.S. and throughout the developing world. Uh, He and his wife, Tori, live in Los Angeles with their two daughters, Olivia and Lucy. And Dr. Cloud, we know we've been going on for a while, but welcome to License to Parent, and please jump in and help us find some clarity in in what's going on with with our parents these days. Well, it's great to be with you. First of all, I, you know, I just want to come spend a year in the woods with you and not have to look at my smartphone. It sounds great to me. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing that parents, I, I can uh, always rely on parents saying, is, is there a place for adults here, you know, we, your, your parents? <laughs> they, they always say that. They, they always say and, that. And, you know, you were talking about some of the Shepherd's Hill graduates going on to University of Georgia, LSU, and other colleges. Mm-hmm. Their housing is so cheap, too, because they just park out in the bushes, <laughs> yeah. and they're great for you. <laughs> Well, uh, Dr. Claude, you and John Townsend, uh, by the way, a good friend of Shepherd's Hill and a repeat offender here on Licensed to Parent, uh, are known for being big boundary guys. So it's a little counterintuitive to talk about parenting without boundaries uh, as being part of the equation. What would you say is is the, the preeminent area of growth that parents should be concerned about most when they're raising their kids in today's postmodern culture? No, what, where in the world do you jump in on that? <laughs> Except that, you know, when, when I was thinking about um, your the, the things you were talking about in the intro there, and, and we're talking about the spiritual growth aspects of this, think about life as a big pie, okay? Mm-hmm. I think, uh, and, and you see people do this all the time, they'll divide the pie up, well, you got the 
intellectual life and the spiritual life and the emotional life and your relational life and your career, all the slice of the pie. And, and when I think of the pie of life, I, I think of there's three big areas that I think compose life. One is what I'm going to call the, the clinical arena. And that's basically, that's our health and well-being. You know, what the scriptures refer to ultimately is shalom. It, it's, are we thriving or not? You know, are we, are we experiencing all of the emotional life and the behavioral life and the thinking life that God designed for us to do? Or, you know, are we struggling with depression, anxiety, stress, burnout, addictions, kind of the downside of that? The second piece of the pie is, is the piece of, of, of our relationships, you know, marriage, family, extended family, work relationships. That's another big aspect of who God is. He kind of has, you know, these two big parts of his nature. He's relational. And then the third piece of the pie is the performance end of life that God has made everybody like, yeah, God's a lover and a worker. You know, he's got, he, he has relationships, but he also is creative. He has gifts. He has talents. He has abilities. And those aren't just fantasies. He actually puts those to use to to end up doing something that's real, fruitful. And we're called to do that, too. And so when I think of the pie, a lot of times I go, well, it's the clinical piece, the relationship piece, and how are we performing? And people go, oh, what about the spiritual piece? And I go, it's not, it doesn't exist. And they go, what do you mean? I go, because all three of these have spirit running through them. They're all spiritual. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. Because my question as you were uh, that I was forming in my head when you were saying this, aren't these slices really more like salt water? I mean, aren't they, aren't they kind of uh, intertwined where they, just as you said, it, 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 it kind of runs together. They're, they're not really independent of exactly. one another. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not. And, and, and if you don't understand, it's exactly what you guys are saying. You're talking about all these kids and this stuff, the grades and this, that, and the other. The, the thread that runs through all of these basically is our spiritual well-being. Yep. Because spiritually, if we're growing, we are going to feel different. We're go- it's going to affect depression, anxiety, you know, all of those emotional states. We're going to relate differently, and we're going to have better relationships, and we're going to perform at a different level. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't get underneath it all to the spiritual well-being of a teenager or a child or a CEO, then just to you know, stab at these little problems, that's looking at the fruit without fixing the tree. And that's not the way the Bible approaches it. Our guest today on Licensed to Parent is Dr. Henry Cloud. He's a leadership expert, a clinical psychologist, and a New York Times bestselling author. He referenced his Boundary book a little while back. Uh, he has recently had a, a book released by Zondervan that was co-authored with John Townsend called Growth Has No Boundaries. When we come back from our break, I, I want to find out what that boundless growth might look like and how that ties into still having responsible boundaries and responsibilities uh, that, that we have to set in with our, our teens, what we just started talking about. Anyway, you can uh, stick with us for a moment. We hope you will. We'll be back with more conversation with Dr. Henry Cloud on Licensed to Parent right after this. In today's digital age, there's more access than ever to digital devices. 
With technology constantly evolving to make our lives easier, is it any wonder that many feel as though they just can't live without it? Digital addiction can be just as chemically debilitating as drugs. Time in front of a screen can drastically affect the life of your child. For starters, your child may choose technology over simple things like playing outside and engaging in exercise, acquiring a job and gaining life experience. To learn more about how digital addiction can affect your child, visit helpmytroubledteen.org, click on resources, and look for the article, What is Digital Addiction? Parenting isn't easy. Shepherds Hill Academy wants to equip you with resources for all areas and issues of life. Discover a variety of ebooks, podcasts, links, and more to help you navigate the parenting landscape. HelpByTroubledTeen.org. Is your teen's behavior dangerous? Your child's behavior may seem incredibly volatile during the teenage years. Sometimes the signs and symptoms come and go quickly as your child is growing, but other times behaviors are developed and nurtured that will lead to unhealthy choices. Here are a few items to consider. Does your teen refuse to abide by anything you say or request? Is your teen displaying behavior that's a marked change from what has been normal? Has your teen become increasingly disrespectful, dishonest, and disobedient, and openly rebellious? Go to HelpMyTroubledTeen.org and take the quiz, Is My Teen Troubled? While some behavioral issues are minor and best resolved at home, there are warning signs that your teen may need a more structured approach to get them on a healthy, constructive path. And Shepherd's Hill Academy is here to help. Visit HelpMyTroubledTeen.org and click on Is My Teen Troubled? Help My Troubled Teen. Welcome back. You're listening to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherd's Hill Academy. Uh, again, a reminder, you can find all of our past conversations on a variety of parenting topics when you visit our website at licensedtoparent.org. And joining us today on the program is Dr. Henry Cloud. You may remember him from a book that he wrote several years back called Boundaries, a very successful book that I think we would all agree with applies to just about every area of our lives, that it's good to have some some guardrails or, or some sort of boundaries to keep us heading in the right direction so we don't uh, just go off on some weird tangent. But uh, there's a book that uh, Zondervan released back in December 2019, uh, from Dr. Cloud and also uh, co-author John Townsend called Growth Has No Boundaries. And uh, Dr. Cloud, that almost seems uh, like you're, you're contradicting yourself, but I'm imagining that what you're saying is that even with boundaries, the growth we experience has no boundaries. Can you expound on that a little bit? Yeah. You know, all boundaries do are kind of give us the, the sort of the lanes of the highway. You know, God, if you go all the way back to Deuteronomy 6, which is one of my favorite passages where he's basically, Moses asked the question, you know, what's the meaning of all this stuff? All these boundaries you're given that you can do this for six days and you can't do it. You know, what's the meaning of all this? And he says, look, guys, <laughs> I think that's in the Hebrew. He says, look, guys. <laughs> he goes, we, don't you remember? We were slaves in Egypt. God brought us out with a mighty hand. And then he with signs and wonders, and he saved us, he's brought us out, and now that he's brought us out, he's given us these ways, these regulations, these boundaries, 
that we might walk in them, that they might become our righteousness. And then he says this, so that we might always prosper and it go well with us. So people, people tend to think of boundaries in a lot of times in the negative because they're hearing that from a toddler's brain. You know, when a toddler hears no, they haven't learned to love no yet. They will if they're parented well, right. but they haven't learned to love no yet. Okay? And, and boundaries are not negative. Boundaries are basically like the laws of physics. So the laws of physics give us boundaries of what you can do and how things work and what you can't do. Now, I can learn those boundaries, and you know what I can do with that? I can build, if I know the boundaries and how to use them, I can build a space shuttle using those laws that can get me back to no boundaries on growth. Who knows how far we can go into outer space if we operate within the boundaries of the created order that God has designed. But if we try to fly it upside down or sideways with one wing, the boundaries are going to make us crash. And so, so boundaries aren't negative. Boundaries are directional. And when we have a God who's infinite, who is a God of grace and truth, well, the truth, that aspect of God, his righteousness, what's right, what are the ways to live and the ways to be, God has no limits, right? And certainly the growth that we can experience into Fully, fully reclaiming the image of God, we put way too many limits on how how well we can get. You guys just talked about it early on. You take a kid that comes to your your treatment center there, and people might have really, really low expectations of this kid. Well, why? Why do we have low expectations? If we can get them back into the laws of physics of growth that God put on the map, let's still put any limits on this kid. They might become... The next Einstein, mm-hmm. if we get them going down the right way and with the right boundaries. So boundaries, boundaries is not contradictory at all. And would I be right or wrong in saying that, that science, uh, you know, inherent science is, is boundaries? I mean, they, they actually limit themselves to you know, the empirical evidence. Uh, they don't uh, transcend into the metaphysical. Like, for instance, we know dreams are real. We know that ideas are real, that love is real, but try to prove those scientifically, right? So, yeah. But how do we know as a, as a parent when spiritual growth is actually taking place in our kids? I mean, because we, we can't really scientifically prove that either, right? But we know, correct? Well, yeah, I think we do know in the same way, you know, you go out in your backyard and, and you look at your tree you know, we, uh, I live in California, so we have a lot of citrus in our backyard. And I can go out there and look at it, and um, how do I know if that tree's thriving or not? Well, I'm going to look for fruit. And that's the way, that's the, way the Bible puts it. You, you'll be able to tell, you know, if the leaves are starting to wither, then i got to ask, you know what, where are they cut off from life? You know, it, it, it is not have enough water, not have enough sunlight, not minerals. You start to see a kid, and if they're withering in some area, then you got to ask yourself the question. You can't run in and say, all right, now I want to see some more green in that leaves by Sunday, right? <laughs> yeah. so you got to do what Luke 13 says, the parable of the fig tree. 
it's not growing. And he says, cut it down. That's what a lot of parents do. They're not seeing the fruit on the tree. They say, cut it down. Mm. Well, what the vineyard grower said was, no, wait a minute. Let's dig around and fertilize and give it another year at Shepherd Hills, by the way. There you go. (laughs) Let's dig around. (laughs) What do we do when we dig around? We ask the question, what's going on below the surface here in the root system? You know, Mm -hmm. let's fertilize it. Let's give it some ingredients that it can't produce for itself. But the window into that is the fruit. And so that's why kids, um, you know, we need parents that are, they're DSL parents, not dial-up. You know, a lot of parents are, so like the old dial-up internet, you know, every now and then you check in with your kid. We need to be online with our kids all the time because we are the server that spots the viruses and downloads the fix, and we download the new software that become new behavior and character. And so, but that takes a a very diligent, ongoing connection with kids. Right, no doubt about that. And, you know, it, it, it seems like uh, we've become so emotionally fragile today uh, in America, and we're passing that, that fragility onto our kids. Why are so many parents averse oh. to seeing their kids struggle for anything these days? Oh, don't get me started. Do we have five more hours? <laughs> Seriously, do we have five more hours? Well, I'll tell you what. Okay. We'd that, love to have you next back. Program, yeah, we'd love to have okay, you back. Give us the nickel version. I'll give you the nickel version. It's extended into dog training. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've told no, people I, all the time, if, you, if I can train a dog to roll over and do tricks, I can get my kid to make his bed. Hey, I think nobody should be allowed to have a kid until they've trained a bunch of dogs. So <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> no, and, and I'm serious about that. I, I'm, I've been trained in dog training. I've trained a bunch of German Shepherds. We, we just got our Doberman now that I'm loving training. But But the point is, it's a cultural thing that somehow limits have become their limits are seen as persecutory and abusive. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And I'm reading all this dog training literature and, and no, no corrective action. Don't do that. That'll be negative to your dog. And you know, you don't want them to No, it's not. I've raised a bunch of German shepherds. They (laughs) don't, they love you. They love you. That's right. When they, when they had some boundaries. Yeah. But one of the things about the struggle is this. Parents that want to rescue their child from growth-producing struggle will never have the growth. That's true. That's exactly right. The way a muscle is designed is it's got to struggle in order to produce the growth. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the great examples is you did a word study, you know, in Romans where, where it talks about trials and sufferings produce, you know, character. Yeah, Romans 5, 3, and, and 4. Grow. Yeah. The word actually means there, it is a limit within which, a circumstance within which you cannot escape. That's a trial. And the only way out is for you to change. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, simple example. I remember my girls were toddlers, and all of a sudden, you know, you hit the, it's time to have some timeouts, right? So I took Olivia in, you know, and I set her down, and, and, and you know, we're, we're, we're in timeout now. You're learning what this is. And she's screaming, and I go, Olivia, I'm not going to listen to your screaming, okay? But if you use your words, then I'll talk to you. So she's screaming, screaming. I go, okay, as long as you're screaming... 
I'm going to walk away. And when you can be quiet for, here's the clock, when I hear quiet for one minute, then I'll come back. See, I could rescue her from this misery of screaming. She doesn't like to live in this and other. Or I could have a firm boundary that she's not going to escape until she begins to settle down and use her strength and grow into, okay, I'm going to keep my mouth shut unless I use actual words. But see, if we don't have the boundaries, you know, I'm in physical therapy right now because I just had a, a total knee replacement. Ooh. Yeah, it's bad. And, and so I go to physical therapy, and now I've got to this, this torture expert, that they call a therapist, <laughs> has got me in an inescapable position where the only way out of it is I've got to gain another degree of of movement, flexibility, and range. Yeah, yeah. and I can't I can't get out until I do that. And the pain of of gaining that one next degree is so bad. Yeah. But we go through it. Okay. The next morning I wake up, I get out of bed, and I notice, wait a minute, I can walk better. And if you rescue your kids from the struggle, then you're going to rescue them from the growth. Yeah. You know, one of the the analogies I use with our parents is you you put down a little uh, chicken egg on the floor, and you look at it, and you see this little beak starting to peck its way out. And what's the first thing that we want to do? We want to rescue. We we want to— to break that shell open and help that chick out. But when you do that, you kill it because it actually needs the struggle on the inside of the egg to survive the world outside the egg. But we are out of time, man. We got to get you back here and talk about some of this stuff because there's a lot of things that uh, we definitely need to sew up. And I, I know we've left, left a few loose ends here, but uh, God bless you for being with us, uh, Dr. Claude. I really do appreciate well, it. Well, bless you for what you're doing. It's um, I can't imagine the hell that you rescue parents out of. <laughs> Because what, what tears parents more than to see their kids struggling. So God bless you guys. Yeah. Well, well, Dr. Henry Cloud, we do thank you for being with us. And I wanted to give you an opportunity before we say goodbye for you to tell us about Boundaries.me. What's going on there? Yeah, I wanted to have some way that I could coach people that I would never meet. And I become your coach in all these areas of life. You know, the clinical arena, if you're overcoming depression or stress or addictions or in a relationship with somebody that's addicted or the relationship area, in-laws, kids, adult kids, teenagers, your crazy spouses, whatever. And then, you know, the performance side of life, reaching our goals. It's an entire library. I've put over 70 courses on there that are many. Think think kind of Netflix for growth. You'll have access to the entire library. <laughs> so just go to boundaries.me, become a subscriber, and um, I become your coach, and we're, it's been great. We're really excited about it, so I want everybody to go look at it. Sounds like a Very great cool. deal. By the way, we need to mention that Dr. Cloud was not harmed in the making of this program. <laughs> he pays his <laughs> his uh, physical therapist for that. He, he does not come to us for that. Our guest today on Licensed to Parent is Dr. Henry Cloud, a leadership expert, clinical psychologist, and New York Times bestselling author. Uh, you know his Boundaries book. We've been talking about a new one that came out called Growth Has No Boundaries. And again, that's the growth that has no boundaries. As we've learned, we're not discounting boundaries altogether. That's published by Zondervan, and you'll find it wherever you get your books. That does wrap up another edition of Licensed to Parent. As a reminder, you can find all of our past conversations on a variety of topics important to parents on our website, 
LicensedToParent.org. And while you're there, please remember also that Licensed to Parent is a 501c3 ministry under the umbrella of Shepherd's Hill Academy, a year-long Christ-centered therapeutic residential program for teens in crisis. Please consider joining us as one of our ministry partners because this work can't continue without your generous support. You can give securely on our website at LicensedToParent.org. Just click the donate button at the top of the page and thank you in advance. Our guest coordinator on License to Parent is Daniel Fazina. Our technical producer is Carl Peets. For Trace Embry, I'm Rich Rosal, urging you to join us again next time and once again, renew your License to Parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. We'll see you next time.